message to my mom Message to my mom You know, I haven't done one of these in a while, so this is a message to my mother. My mom, whom is a great woman that I love and admire a lot, is now online. She's on Facebook and all that on the internet and can easily stumble upon this podcast, especially now that it's more and more readily available on different sources, etc. I would like to ask, Mom, if you are listening, please turn the podcast off. This is my creative safe space. I'd like to be free and not thinking that in the back of my mind that maybe my mother is listening to this. So please, with all due love, respect, and admiration, turn the podcast off. Listen, I interview comedians and actors and, you know, any people in the arts, creative people, and sometimes we're going to talk about things that you might not want to hear, that a mother should just never hear her son talk about. So please, with respect to me and yourself and our future as mother-son, please turn the podcast off. I love you very much. Message to my mom. It's Friday, October 30th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. On today's episode, me in the woods, in a cabin, no electricity, this is happening now. Oh, yeah. All that and so much more starts now. Ooh, Halloween starts now. Welcome. Hey, how are you? Coming at you from the woods. Coming at you live from a cabin in the woods. Coming at you from a cabin with no power in the woods. Coming at you on a rainy day in New Brunswick in a cabin with no electricity in the woods. Coming at you from Skidduck, New Brunswick. E4P3P1 is the postal code here. I'm in the woods on a rainy, stormy day in a cabin with no electricity in the middle of nowhere. Hi, hi, hi. Recording a podcast. Yeah. How am I doing it with no electricity? Well, I have my MacBook Pro that runs on battery. I have uh, my Zoom H4N recorder connected into my laptop, which is all battery operated. My laptop actually powers the recorder. And in that I have a Shure 58, classic Shure 58 mic. And uh, just for shits and gigs, I have my iPhone plugged into my laptop. And so I can have 
mild internet access. It's not very, it's choppy at best. Because there's very little reception here. There's little reception. Oh, man. That's right, coming at you from Skaduk, New Brunswick, in a cabin with no electricity in the woods on a rainy day. I messed up the order, but, you know. It's just a waste of time. Oh, my God. Uh, let me try to paint the picture. So I'm in this cabin. First of all, it was kind of um, the reason I, I've, I've, I wanted to do this. Actually, funny enough, I was talking to Sky Wallace on the episode on the podcast in the Sky Wallace episode about this, how... One element of musicians that I envy is that can, they can kind of go to a cabin in the woods. And, um, here, let me drop the clip. Let me play the clip. Grateful that I have... I'm envious of, of you that, you, like, musicians, you can do that. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of reasons a comedian would be envious of a musician. I think all <laughs> comedians deep down want to be rock stars right. in, a, in okay. a way. But uh, I envy that. That's one of the, again, many things. But you can just go, hey, let's cut an album in a camp in the woods totally. uh, if you want to. Whereas totally. if, if a comedian wants to record an album, it, it has to be live and it has right. to be where people congregate. And you there have to, are like, yeah. Smaller confines. It'd be, actually, maybe I will do that. Maybe I'll do the first ever comedy special just out of a like, camp in the woods. Just like get 60 people to join <laughs> you in the woods. I don't even need 60. I'll do it with six. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, a little perfect. audience. Tiny little. So, there we go. We talked about it, and yeah, maybe stand up is uh, hard to do in the cabin in the woods. But let me do. Uh, let me. I thought. Let me bring the podcast to the woods, so I can kind of get that that feel. Oh, and let me tell you. Let me again try to paint the picture. So I'm in this little. I don't know. Maybe 600, 700 square foot. Maybe 800, 900 square foot. I don't know square footage. Anywhere between three hundred and one hundred thousand square feet is this cabin. Uh, in the woods, a little three-bedroom. It's my family's cabin. And it's raining outside. I, I <clears throat> Here's the thing. I'm not cutting an album here, but I'm cutting a podcast episode, and I'm putting a lot of effort into it. Listen to the background. Listen. First of all, I've got a little Leon Bridges playing on my Bose Soundmin Soundlink Mini in the background. That's how that's happening. I have a mic right next to the fire, so you can hear that. Can you hear who? Oh, crackling in the background. We've got Leon Bridges. I've got, it's raining outside. I have a window open. Uh, and you can hear there's a chipmunk or something. I don't know what the hell that is, but nature, everybody. And we're in it. It's raining, like I said. The leaves are pretty much all on the ground. There's a couple orangey red ones left in the trees. I'm facing a pond. Uh, upon my grandfather built <laughs> this is <laughs> the tone the tone's really weird it's really official i'm facing a pond like there's some big uh political event or something that's gonna happen i'm just waiting for it oh uh, it's windy a little windy and uh the fight it's nice and hot inside with a cool breeze coming outside we're sitting today at a daytime high of uh, 11 degrees here in skidduck new brunswick currently we're at hold on actually i started joking but okay actually let me do the weather i haven't done not done this on the podcast we're currently sitting at 14 degrees with a high of 16 today unseasonably warm one would say and here we are 
Sitting at 14 degrees right now in Skidduck, New Brunswick. Leon Bridges coming at you <laughs> from the woods. And again, there's no electricity. This, this cabin was built on this property, on my family's property here. Before the house, before any other real property. Uh, and um, so it's... Oh, temperature update. We've now hit 15 degrees. We're now 2 degrees away from our daytime high. Uh, can you hear the rain? It almost sounds like a tranquility CD. Like when I'm in Toronto, I, I have an app that I paid like six ninety nine for. It's called Sounds of Nature. And this is what it sounds like in the background. Listen. Uh, are you kidding me? I hope you're relaxed. I hope you're soothed. Because this is going to be a laid back episode. I don't have any guests. I could have dropped uh, one. Uh, but, you know, I thought, hey, let me just do this. All right, so uh, this camp has had a lot of history. A lo it's kind of a lot of um, parties and social gatherings and hunting seasons uh, have happened here since the late 70s. Uh, generation to generation. In fact, my generation, we did, uh, and my sister, well, we're in the same generation, three years apart. What if I was dumb and just thought one year was a generation? My sister's three generations older than I am. So, uh, she's 168 years old. No, my sister's uh, Sophie and Bridget, both uh, three years ahead of me in school, did the prom party here. And man alive, what is it ever a party? I did the same thing my year. And so if there's anybody from New Brunswick listening, uh, there's, uh, well, not New Brunswick in general, but back home from here listening, maybe you've been here to the camp. Well, I'm sitting at the kitchen table right now, and, oh, uh, I don't know. I'm just relaxed. It's soothing. Yeah. So I'm at my parents' place. I'm visiting for a week, a little impromptu trip. And, uh, oh, this is a good tune. Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm visiting my parents, and um, the, you, you, you realize your parents are getting older by the quality of snacks that they have in there. I mean, we never really had, like, growing up here in Skidook at the house, we, ne we were never one to have, like, really good snacks per se, like nacho chips, corn chips, tortilla chips were like the uh, maximum chippage. And there was no maximum chippage that you'd find in the house. And there was no, never any soda or anything like that. It was a relatively healthy household. But still, when you wanted a good snack, you could have that craving fulfilled. But now my parents... I went through the cupboards yesterday. I was by myself in the afternoon and I just got here. On Tuesday, I guess by the time, yeah, Tuesday. And I, I was really hungry. I had snackage, but just snackage. Nothing too, uh, I was, wasn't going to spoil my dinner, so just a little snack. So I start rummaging through the cupboards. And, oh man, usually like there was a good cereal, like some sort of, a go-to. I could, so I opened the cupboards to for cereal and there's Fiber Plus and Super Flax. Those are two... Very brown and hard cereals, flavorless. There's nothing to that. 
Open the freezer and there's not much frozen meats. And uh, but I do find uh, popsicles. There's like a box of like 40 popsicles. It's obviously there for the grandkids, my nieces and nephews that live down the road. Obviously, when they come over, you know, my parents can give them something. So I, I, there's this part of me that felt like, oh, should I eat this? I'm like, ah, fuck. I have a popsicle. I was hungry, starving. There's nothing. Flax Plus, Super Flax, and Fiber Plus cereal. And 3.25% homogenized milk. Uh, I had a bowl. Uh, it was good. Um, I eventually had a bowl after the popsicles. And there's no, there's like avocado oil and coconut oil. Remember, I remember back in the day when olive oil was like the new healthiest thing you could find. It was like, and now it's in the same category as canola almost. It's like my parents are very healthy and there's no olive oil even. It's just canola or not even, no. Olive was a thing before. It was healthy. I remember when we were kids, it was like this new extra virgin olive oil. Now you can't even find it in the house. If you heat it, it becomes toxic. Health. Listen to the background. Right? So I had a popsicle and I'm by myself. And I noticed my dad coming in. He's like right at the door. And I, for some reason, I don't know why, I, my impulse was to hide. I didn't want him to, I couldn't handle him say to me that, Oh, that w why are you eating that? That's for the grandkids. I, he would never, but for some reason, I just wanted to avoid those odds at all costs. So I duck into the bathroom, which is adjacent to the kitchen, to the fridge, basically. So I'm a grown adult having a popsicle in the bathroom while my dad comes in. <laughs> and I finished it in there. Had a full popsicle. And then my dad came and went. He was just in for a minute. And then I grabbed, I had, I had like four other popsicles. Oops. Sorry about that. I should probably turn my phone off. I'm going to be profesh. I'm going to be profesh. So anyway, I had a popsicle in the bathroom and then I finally caved and had some fiber plus cereal. They're like little pellets that make you shit pellets. Pellets for pellets. You eat fiber pellets and then you you have you, uh, you have deer pellets, 18 to 24 hours later. Uh huh. I uh, found a picture on I saw a picture on my Instagram of my nephew and I my I my uh, nephew Sammy Sophie's my sister Sophie's kid. I saw a picture of him on Instagram, and I was like, oh my god, he's so fucking, he's so cute. I couldn't believe how, I just, it was like when you get angry, cute, you know? Like how cute he is, you, you just want, ah. And then I realized it wasn't my nephew, and I felt violated for having, I went too far over the cute meter. Do you know what I mean by that? Like if it's a stranger's kid or someone I went to high school with and I haven't seen them in eight, nine years and then I, it's their kid online, this was the case. It was someone I went to high school with I have not seen in years. I never met the kid and I went to, I felt vulnerable. Like I went ultra cute and emotionally. Reserved for really only friends and maybe close friends' kids, maybe.
But generally speaking, family only. I went too cute in my head and heart. And then I noticed it was this stranger kid. And I felt so weird. Can, it, can you relate to that in any way? Because, am, Or am I just fucked up in the head? But I was like, ugh, gross. I was angry at that kid and at the mom for posting that. <laughs> I got irrational. I got defensive. I went too cute, too strong on the cute. I was tricked into being overly sensitive. Now, now my guard's up. Anyway, here we are. It's been a good trip so far. I've done things that you don't normally do in the city that I'm not used to and that I'm reminded of uh, my roots and uh, no pun intended uh, what I'm about to say. I ate, um, I ate manure potatoes here. My dad, first day we got here, my dad was so happy and proud. He planted, he took two potatoes, or no, sorry, one potato, cut it in half, planted that in a pile of manure, once manure, now I guess it's manure. Now, manure? Manure. Now it's, uh, it's compost, basically, but it's a, basically a pile of, my dad had a horse up until about a year and a half ago. And uh, there's, so there's a pile of manure behind, manure behind the barn that has now become compost, I guess. I don't understand the chemistry behind it, but this is what they tell me. So my dad planted two, one potato cut in half, two halves of a potato with one eye on each. An eye is those things that grow out of the potatoes when they start, I don't know, after a while. Anyway, he planted it and yielded over 40 potatoes. Out of two halves, one potato, 40, 42 specifically, potatoes. He planted it, planted that in late July. And here we are. October eating these fresh shit potatoes. They were delicious. They're amazing. Truly organic. But I was pretty impressed, and he was too, and everyone was, about the potato manure potatoes. It's basically the Martian. My dad is Matt Damon in the Martian, basically, here in Skidook, New Brunswick. Spoiler alert. He grows potatoes out of shit on Mars. That's how he stays alive, and that's how my dad stays alive. In touch with nature. There's a little brook, too. But like, it's like I'm in, um, you know, the Canadian version of Narnia, uh, you know, with Canadian animals instead of a lion or a witch. You know, all those non-Canadian witches. And the wardrobe. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. This is what happens when you're in a camp in the woods by yourself. By the way, I wanted to talk about this on this episode. I, I've been meaning to talk about it on the podcast, but I always feel like it's not fair to my guests. You know, because they're going to come on the show, then they're going to promote their episode, and it's not fair for me to, to talk about this if they're going to promote it. What if their mom listens to it? Anyway, at the same time, I'm like, who cares? Why should I be apologetic? It's my show. I'll talk about whatever I want. But since I don't have a guest, nobody to uh, be ashamed of this, I'm going to talk about it. Before, I kind of mentioned it as a joke. I asked rhetorically, would you shave your asshole? As a man, would you shave your your ass? Whole. <laughs> Not the cheeks. Who cares about the cheeks? For hygiene purposes. 
Would you shave your asshole? Because there's too much. There's hair. Uh, you just. It's hard to feel clean. You gotta gotta. I. So I kind of put it out there, and I think I might actually do it. And if I do do it, no pun intended. If I if I go go ahead with it, I'm gonna record it. I don't need anything else, wax. Just 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 the ass crack. <laughs> Is this too much? Would it, see, it'd be weird if I had a guest and they would post this on their Facebook page, like, "Hey, I was on this podcast," and like, it's like, "Gentlemen, have you?" It's like the Jerry Springer type ads, gentlemen. Would you be consider would you consider waxing your asshole for hygiene purposes? If so, call 1-800-96-JERRY. If you do do it and uh, or are considering doing it, email me pod at jdcomedyhour.com subject wax line. Lee. Um yeah, I think uh, I think I might do it because it's just too. Uh, again, I just feel like if it was clean, and I looked it up. There's a place by my uh, house in Toronto. There's a place that does it. Fifteen dollars for crack only. That's a. Hey, maybe I'll ask them to be a sponsor of the show. Maybe I'll get free waxes every six to eight weeks as recommended. I don't know. Maybe they will become a sponsor. I, I'm kind of kidding, but at the same time, we'll see how it goes. I am going to document the first thing, but I feel like it would just be nice and fresh down there, you know, clean. Because it's too much. It's, you have to shower after every, almost every time. Unless you travel around with baby wipes, which is just weird. Anyway, so let me know. If you're part of this subculture of ass crack, man ass crack, Waxing. Email the show pod at jdcomedyhour.com. Pod wax. No, pod at jdcomedyhour. I want to hear from you. And I will read your emails in a new... Maybe I'll get Mike Bennett. Use up his amazing talents on an ass crack waxing jingle. That's money put to use. Good use right there. This is my reality. I'm a grown adult eating popsicles in bathrooms and talking about ass crack waxing basically to myself right now in a camp in a cabin with no power in the woods. It's raining. Oh, shit. My career choices have led me to this. My life choices have led me to this moment. Went to the gym yesterday here in Shidiac, New Brunswick. Oceanside, gym. I'm all about, I love going to the gym. And I'm also all about the reward in the locker room after. Hashtag no homo. The reward after in the sauna or steam room. For me, I, if, if a gym has a sauna or steam room, that's a big sway. That's, when I'm looking for gyms... <laughs> That's what I look for. If they have, if if there are two gyms, okay, same gyms, one has a sauna, one doesn't. The one without a sauna is in my backyard, and the one with a sauna is three and a half hours away. I'm taking that drive. I'm gonna go sweat it out. So anyway, I found this gym in Shidiac, New Brunswick, my home town here, pretty much down the road. 
And uh, went to Oceanside Fitness. Shout out, Oceanside. But the sauna situation was weird. It was one of those infrared saunas. Infro? Infrared? I don't know. I don't know the technology. That weirds me out. While I'm in there, I'm like, am I getting cancer? What's happening? Am I being microwaved into sweating? What the hell is an infrared sauna? Email me, pod at jdcomedyhour.com. And the, but the, the, situ the, the location of the sauna was weird. It was right by the entrance of the locker room, of the men's locker room. So you kind of go in there, and it's in a closet. You open a closet, and then there's li this little, like, two-seater infrared sauna. And it's, again, in a closet, literally. You open a little closet door, and there it is. But it's right by the entrance. So as you're walking closer to the closet that has the sauna in it, you're get gr like growing increasingly insecure or self-conscious rather because you're getting closer and closer to the door. And anytime you're that close to a door with a towel on and there's strangers on the other side, you just feel vulnerable. So then you slip into the closet and then you get in this little tiny box in this dark room. And there's no, I don't, there's no heat source. If it's like a, a sauna and you see like a heater, sometimes there's some rocks and some water or a steam room, there's direct steam that comes out. But this, I don't know, you're just in a wooden box. There's these like foam synthetic panels on the side and you just feel hot from the inside out. It's not even hot in the room. You just start cooking on the, no, it's hot in the room, but... I don't know where the heat's coming from. And the entire time, I'm like, I think I'm giving myself cancer. What's happening? And then my conspiracy mind kicks in. Maybe this is depopulation. And in fact, they do it. One sauna, one 15-minute sauna at a time. And then it just got weird. I stayed in there for like a minute and a half because it was so close to the locker room entrance that I could hear people mingling and talking around the entrance and I'm here sitting in a dark closet naked being microwaved and I just got this weird feeling of detached I, I don't know it was like I gotta get out of here so I exited let me actually uh, let me do this before I continue let me drop a song I'm gonna take a little break a little short short break and I'm gonna play a song by friend of the show past guest of the show from her album entitled right here this is a track by the name, by the name, this, <laughs> I fucked it all up, off her album right here, this track called Clown in a Dress, this is Jackie Brown, everybody. You said, girl, I think you're funny, what's so cool about a clown in a red dress, I said, boy, you got the money, but Need to be loved. 
Funky track, Jackie Brown. All right. Clown in a Red Dress is the name of that one. Okay, oh, and let me also do this. This episode of the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast is brought to you by Echo One Photography. That's right, this is Camp Sessions, everybody. Brought to you by Echo One Photography. GTA listeners all the way over there in Tirana. If you're a musician, actor, business person, whoever, comedian, it doesn't matter. You need some headshots or other photography needs fulfilled. Well, look no further. Echo One Photography is the place for you. If you own a business and looking to get some product photography done for e-commerce or advertising purposes, look no further. Echo One does that too. Email Eugene, that's E-U-G-E-N-E at echo1photography.com and enter JDCH in the subject line for Julian Dion Comedy Hour. For special offers, do that shit today. All right. Excuse me. That was my experience at the gym, and it's amazing. Uh, I realize my mentality at the gym is not super healthy. I go into hyper-judgy mode. I just judge everyone in the most cynical possible way. I don't want to. Yesterday, I felt bad. I was judging this one guy. He was really built. He was like, and I'm like, ugh. Judging away. And then he was super nice. He came to ask me if I was done using a machine, but he was like over the top nice. I felt so bad for my cynicism. But why am I like that? And especially at the gym. I go into hyper cynical judgment. And clearly, he's doing gymming better than I am. He was, like, well-built. And I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> For no reason. I don't know what the hell is my problem. Anyways, to that man at the gym. You're a nice guy if you're listening somehow. <laughs> and I regret judging you. I saw this one guy at the gym. He was wearing... Here's the thing. When you're at the gym, it's kind of like an alpha thing. Some guys try to look tough. I found the ultimate tough-looking guy at the gym. He was wearing, like, faded jeans, work boots, like a, a good sandy color, like a tanned steel-toe work boot with a wife beater, like a Hanes you get at Walmart for, you know, there's like 12 in a pack for $3.99. Like one of those Hanes wife beaters tucked into his jeans, working the shit out. And no one made eye contact with this guy because clearly he's a psychopath. Whoops. 
Sorry, let me turn that off. And uh, yeah, it interrupts the music because I'm playing Little Leon Bridges on my iPhone through my Bose SoundLink Mini. This episode brought to you by Bose Sound Link Mini. I think that's illegal to claim they're a sponsor when they're not, but uh, hey, send me a check, Bose, if you're listening to this. I was going to turn the music off when I started recording, but I'm like, no, nah, let, let, let me give, let me bring the listener into my environment right now because this is what's happening. I've got the fire, the windows, all the windows are open now because it got hot, which is why you can hear the rain, a little, little background music. I thought, hey, I'll keep it. Bring the listener into my world. Here we are from a cabin in the woods. Hell yeah. Holding a microphone. <laughs> talking. Just talking. So much history in this cabin. So much alcohol has been consumed. So much a lot of things. Since the late 70s, my cousins, my uncles used to party here. I did, and other people will after. Long after. If you've been to the uh, if you've been to the camp here before and you're listening, email me, drop me a line. I want to hear from you. This is such a great party place, and it's on a nice nice. There's a pond and the fire pit, little field next to it. Ooh, ooh, yeah. So now I'm gonna post I'm gonna post pictures of this on Instagram when I publish this episode maybe you've already maybe you've already seen the pictures i'm trying to start a movement back here in shidiac so if you're listening from the area listen up let's let's start working on this here there's this syndrome around here not just shidiac moncton too and i would say skidook but there's not much skidook is basically a road straight highway between that links two better places not better just bigger And so I propose this for places like Shediac, Diap, Moncton that have Riverview, that have cross streets, traffic, basically. Stop letting people in and out of row streets. It's become too nice here. It takes l way too long to get through Shediac, which is a small strip of town, because everybody lets everybody go in front of them. I was following this minivan on Main Street, and oh my god, literally every road... That a guy, a car would come out of, they would st slam the brakes and let them let them out. And then this is this. There's a counter effect that happens now. People just assume you're gonna let them go. So now people barely even stop if they're coming. Let's say you're coming down a street, you're gonna turn right on or left even even left on Main Street and Shidiac. People just kind of do a rolling stop and just go. Well, because they know people are gonna let let them by, and it takes forever. Why? There's not enough traffic. That they can't wait a, a minute at that stop sign to then get through. So I get so mad driving through. So I, I come through Shediac and I do not stop. I just drive straight. And I don't let, I don't let anybody out. Here's that Toronto cynicism that I like to pepper throughout episodes. You're right. It's not worth it. Let everybody out. 
Take your time. We'll get there when we get there. Oh. Oh, we have a, somebody here. Hey? Yo, we gotta go, man. You're way over time. Oh. Over. Are you me? Yes, I am you. From the past. Me from the past. No, it's it's editing. You did this. You There's no one else here. You edited this earlier, spliced it in. That's how it works. Well, thanks, Negative Nancy. Thanks for breaking the illusion. Well, it's, I'm not negative. I'm a realist. A realist. A realist. We do got to go, though. You're way over time. We usually say 12-minute monologues no more. I mean, I think six max. I mean, people tune out after three. You'd be good with a minute and a half monologue, but... Yeah, thanks. I appreciate the expert opinion. Well, hey, again, I'm a realist. And plus, I don't have a guest on this episode. It's just me. You're going no guest on this one. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Thanks. I'll be sure to. Uh, I'll be sure to listen. Yeah, I. Anyway, I, we gotta go. Let's do the. Just, let's do the thing. Why don't you drop the? Why don't you drop the music? All right, let's end it. Drop the music. Can I do it? Yeah, you can do it. Go ahead. You gotta, you gotta time it right though. Wait for it. Waste of time. A waste of time. All right, here we go. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to me, my guest. Nice. I guess that was a really good episode. That was. You're fun. welcome. Uh, thanks to you for listening. Thanks to my producer Adam Fox, my sound engineer Miles Lacroix. Like the Facebook group at facebook.com/jdcomedyhour. Nice. Like it on Instagram and Twitter at jdcomedyhour. Email the show. Email your anal waxing stories. There you go. Pod, P-O-D, at jdcomedyhour.com. That's it. That's it. Enjoy your weekend. Happy Halloween. Are you going to... Yeah, I'm done. Can I say the thing? Do it. Want to say it together? <laughs> and, and as, as always, always, watch your head. Wandering eyes and itching feet. I'm just a thin, nervous shadow walking backwards down a street. The landing's bitter, but the following is oh so sweet. It's just a waste of time. A beautiful waste of time. It's just a waste of time. But the